0: Welcome to the Acts 29 U.S. South Central Podcast. I'm Bob Thune, and I'm glad to be your host for this episode. Acts 29 is a global family of church-planting churches. The U.S. South Central Network of Acts 29 is focused on church planting in the states of Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. On this podcast, we take the best content we have on church planting and church leadership, and we make it available to you to equip and encourage you in gospel ministry. On today's episode of the podcast, you'll hear from Todd Bumgarner. I first met Todd all the way back in 2009 when he was an engineer working for Boeing in St. Louis. But at that point, God was stirring a desire in his heart to plant a church in his hometown of Lincoln, Nebraska. Shortly after that, Todd went through Acts 29, church planter assessment, moved back to Lincoln, and planted two pillars, church. And he spoke recently at one of our conferences on why a church planter needs to not just preach the gospel, but believe the gospel deeply in his own heart.
1: This famous line in Martin Luther's commentary on Galatians that some of you will be familiar with, um, where he says that the gospel is the principal article of all Christian doctrine, and most necessary it is therefore that we we should know this article well and teach it to others, right? And then he says what? He says we got to beat it into their heads continually. Some of you have heard that, that line before. What most people don't know though is that Luther in his commentary to Galatians leading up to that famous line, he flirts with this famous line multiple times before hitting it. And as he does, his language is actually much Much softer. I mean, we, we all love the beat it into their heads continually part, right? I mean, we love it in a thank you, sir, may I have another kind of way. Huh? But listen to Luther put it softer too. He says that the truth of the Gospel is the main doctrine of Christianity in which the knowledge of all godliness is comprehended. It is therefore extremely necessary that we come to know this doctrine well and constantly inculcate it. Why? Because It's delicate and easily bruised. As Paul has learned, and as all the saints have often experienced. The the Gospel, see, it's not just something to beat into people's heads. It's also delicate and easily bruised. Listen, I'm I'm telling you that it's one thing to, to know the Gospel theologically. It's one thing to to preach it, to proclaim it, but it's something else to believe the gospel for yourself deep in your soul. In fact, I'm contending that you can know the gospel well, teach it to others, be beating it into their heads, and fail utterly at believing it deeply yourself, which is the perfect recipe for a church planting disaster. If you want to survive church planting, and thrive in church planting. You got to believe the gospel yourself. You got to believe it in the deepest parts of who you are. And that's actually way harder than it sounds. Because the gospel, as it takes up residency in your soul, is delicate, and it bruises like a banana if you haven't experienced that, you will. Paul did, according to Luther. All the saints often have. And listen, nothing possesses the power to bruise it. Nothing swings, punches at the Gospel in you quite like church planting. Why? Because church planting, man, what does it do? It surfaces all your unbelief. It surfaces all your insecurities, all of your, all of your idols, all your fears, man, all of your daddy issues, all your selfishness, all your hunger for glory, all your weaknesses, all your shame, and, and all the ways that you try to justify yourself and earn the Father's love. And when those things surface, suddenly, the Gospel in you becomes delicate. Hmm. Listen to the Apostle Paul in his opening to the Galatians. He says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who gave Himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age. That's what Jesus did, right? That plus the resurrection. That's the Gospel in a nutshell. That's the Gospel in a nutshell. Jesus gave Himself for you. Why did He do it? Paul says He did it according to the will of our God and Father to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen? Now tie that together with the most famous verse in the Bible. What's the most famous verse in the Bible? It's that God so loved the world that He sent His one and only Son. Alright, so Galatians 1, Jesus gave Himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age because the Father sent Him. It was according to the Father's will. And in John 3, the Father sent him. Why? Because he loves you. He loves you. This is all according to his will, his perfect, loving, fatherly will. The gospel is a thing because the Father loves you. He didn't send Jesus to die for you because he really needs you on his team. It wasn't like some divine fantasy draft going on in heaven, and the Father's just itching to sign you because of what you're going to bring to the table. No, He simply loves you. Which means He he isn't looking down on you and saying, Harder, better, faster, stronger. I was watching ESPN's 30 for 30 one night, it was on Brian Bosworth. Sooner fans in here? Typical. (laughs) If you don't know, the boss was this sort of sensational extremist action-like, you know, beast of a linebacker from Oklahoma in the mid-80s. And the whole 30 for 30, it's all about this, who this man was, who he became, how it all kind of got out of control. But it actually starts with all the pressure all the pushing that he felt and received from his dad all the way back in high school. There's this scene where modern-day Boz is standing in a storage unit in North Austin with his teenage son, looking through old memorabilia that his parents had kept. And he opens up this little folder, and it's, it's just filled with Stats handwritten stats that his dad kept on him for every single one of his high school football games. He's got it in his hands. Teenage son's right here. He starts to read them out loud, right? Brian Bosworth had 75 yards on 15 carries. 24 yards, 24 carries, 112 yards. And with these stats in his hands and tears in his eyes, and that uncontrollable eruption from the heart that we get sometimes, Brian says, why couldn't you just watch the game and be okay with it? Listen, some of you, your picture of God the Father is like that of the boss's dad. Like he's keeping stats on you. This is a special temptation in church planting, isn't it? How big is the core team? How much money have you raised? How many visitors, how many people, how many baptisms, how many members, how many gospel communities? How many churches planted from your church plant? And you begin to look at your stats and your performance like the boss looked at his stats and his performance to justify yourself and earn the Father's love. All the while, mind you, You're waxing eloquently about the gospel. Inside you, it's bruised. It's delicate. And if you're not careful, you're going to find yourself in a spiritual storage shed one day looking through stats that God didn't keep but you did and asking, how could he possibly love me? I know because I've been there unconsciously even, trying to justify yourself by your church planting stats, trying to earn the Father's love through your missional acumen. Church planters, at the deepest center of who you are, you've got to believe the Gospel. That the Father in Heaven loves you, plain and simple. That He created, from eternity past, and He has loved you since then too. And from that love, He sent His one and only Son. It was all according to His will. He sent Jesus to give Himself for your sins, to justify you once for all before your Father in Heaven, to rise from the grave again and deliver you from ever having to feel like you have to in some way earn the Father's love. Believe it, the gospel is delicate. It bruises easily. So believe it deeply if you want to survive and thrive in church planting.
0: Thanks for listening to the Acts 29 U.S. South Central Podcast. For more information about Acts 29, go to acts29.com. For information specific to our work in the South Central U.S., visit acts29ussouthcentral.org. I know that's a mouthful, but you can type it. While you're there, you can sign up for our email newsletter. You can learn about our church planter assessment process. And you can find out about upcoming events like our one-day church planting conference taking place in Houston, Texas in October in partnership with Exponential. Again, that website is acts29ussouthcentral.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next time.